Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys today. Yesterday was, man, I I said this live right after the game on our post-game show that was like five to ten minutes. That was the most fun preseason game I've ever been to. Like, like I literally had everything. You got, you got the ones out early. You had, you know, Sam Darnold, and then you had the Trey Lance thing. You had the kicker drama. Defense was up and down. It was just an absolute blast. Um, the crowd was rocking, um, and it had such a great time. Met a lot of really, really cool people. And shout out to all the hashtag CCs. I appreciate you guys being out. So what we're going to do today, I'm excited about this one, is because we've got a lot of grades to get through. Um, who performed well, who didn't do well. We'll use PFF as our launching point, uh, which is really, really nice. Not that I agree with every single thing that they do or that they don't do, but I, I do think that they do a very good analysis of every single play. You know, it's a it's a positive, it's a negative kind of scoring system. And I think that it, it creates a wonderful kind of place to start the conversation on how these guys played snap counts, all that kind of stuff there too. Uh, what's up blind Tom. Uh, glad you're here, brother Chuck, man, this is awesome. Hashtag CC. You guys are coming out strong. Love it. Love it. Love it. As always, if you guys have questions, tag me, I'm flying solo today. Um, and we'll get back to some of those. So, uh, just put that in there and the chat, just put at John. That way I can just make sure I see it and we'll jump into it. So, Let's talk offense first. Uh, let, let's just be honest. The offense that sells. You had the starters come out and play the first series. The top graded player for the 49ers, Debo Samuel. He played seven snaps. But it is seven snaps. I mean, good gosh. Racked up so many positive plays. He had two catches for 39 yards. And just went out there and put on a clinic. And, you know, it's it's fun to see. Debo out there, which before the game, Debo, man, Debo looks, he looks big. <laughs> he looks a lot bigger and kind of jacked up than he usually does, which is a wonderful thing. Um, and so, yeah, it, it showed running over people, the physicality, all those things. And, you know, with every single play that the ones were out there, it was just like, ooh, be careful. Ooh, be careful. Like, that's awesome. Be careful. Be careful. Because the number one goal in getting out of the preseason, yeah, you want the tune-up game. You want all that stuff. You want them healthy. You want them healthy. And so Debo looked great. Jennings was second with an 81.2 score. He got twice as many snaps because Deep, um, Jennings – he was out there with the ones and um, was out there some with the twos as well. 14 snaps played really, really well. He had one of the highest bl run blocking grades as well. 79.6, which, you know, it, that's just kind of what he does. He, he does everything. He had one catch for 11 yards and probably Brock Purdy's best pass, I, I would say. Um how he was able to go out there and, you know, Brock Purdy had a play action rollout to the left, which I'm really excited to get to the film over on our Patreon and all that stuff. But I thought Brock's best play, he had a gimme shallow route crosser, but he, he got greedy and, you know, he went downfield 11 yards to Juwan Jennings, a little high, but a hell of a catch. Uh, from Jennings, third and Jawan. It was fun, man. And it was funny because I was talking to my man, Rusty. Shout out Rusty, who I was at the game with. Good friend. He was like, man, I wonder. He's like, most preseason games, they don't do the, you know, 49ers first down. Oh, 
oh, oh. And he's like, man, I wonder if we can get that going. I was like, yeah, we'll see. Uh, it was loud as hell in there, man. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a preseason game. They announced the attendance, which I think was like right around 50,000. But the people were active as far as being involved in the game, which I loved, uh, absolutely loved. I've been to so many preseason games, and I'm always, like, totally honed in and, like, you know, paying attention to everything. But everybody around us was talking ball the whole time, um, which made me really, really happy. I, I was – there were several times in this game where I was like, man, I freaking love this fan base. Um, and I know there was, like, a video going around of, like, some fights and whatever, and that sucks. Yeah, those people should be banned from the stadium for life and never be allowed to go back. But overall, this fan base, it, it was cool. Uh, the amount of support and positivity that they gave to their team, it was really cool. Um, I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. What's up, Josh? Glad that you guys are here. Um, he says, why no Bill? It's upsetting me. I was looking for 33 the whole time for you, Josh. Uh, it never got out there. I don't understand it either especially whatever they're getting all these other guys snaps. Uh, we'll see. Uh, got one more game, one more, one more, one more game for him to get out there. Talk about the rookie Robert Bill Jr. Kurt says Purdy loves that levels concept. It's easy. And, you know, Shanahan made a very decisive, clear. He was moving the pocket this game. And I, I guess he's going to have to do that all season. I, I don't know. I guess maybe without Trent Williams out there, he doesn't feel comfortable, but. Brock Purdy goes out there and it's, you know, screen, screen, move the pocket, move the pocket, move the pocket. Whereas if you look at the first preseason game, those quarterbacks were just sitting back there. And probably my number one takeaway on quarterback play for all three quarterbacks, the thing that I got most excited about, Trey Lance did not take one single sack. Didn't take one. I thought that was huge. Uh, only uh, Brock got sacked once. Darnold got sacked twice. Uh, Lance, zero sacks. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, just something to look at. Um, just kind of what that goes. Oh, what's up, Juan? He says, see you Friday. Clips are up. Hashtag CC. I got some of your clips right here, Juan. The Godfather himself. Um, he was getting some nice stuff. Now, here is the clip that Juan Salas himself uh, loaded. When Kyle Shanahan was asked, you know, what did you think about having Brock out there? What was your mindset? Here's Kyle Shanahan talking about having Brock back out there. Um, he's just been doing a good job in practice. He's been, you know, when we started out, I didn't think I'd go to the third game, but um, just after the week of practice, I wanted to get him out there with the starters, most of them at least, and tried to, the goal was to get him one drive. Uh, I told him if we went three and out, wasn't sure what I would do, uh, but I was glad they got a long one. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It was an awesome drive. It probably should have been a touchdown drive. They got down to like the two and then the penalty and whatever else, and they settled for a field goal. But, I mean, you could not have had a better first drive. It was just – it was entertaining. Look, Oscar over on Facebook, what's up, man? He says, love the feeling from last night. And that's huge. You walk after – the first preseason game, and it was just like, ooh, that was rough. <laughs> R-U-F-F, that was terrible. Now, after this one, you walked out kind of, you know, Niners fans were chanting, walking out of the stadium. Players were having a great time, so much of a good time. They were getting penalties called on them for celebration. Shout out Brandon Ayuk um, on that huge touchdown. But I, I think, yeah, I think it was interesting. Um, you know, we're not on defense yet, but 49ers throwback says, I think Deshaun Jameson will bounce back. Watch Deshaun Jameson had a hell of a game. 
Now, the fumbled punt was awful. And the worst part about it was I'm in the stand saying, hey, everybody watch 22. Watch 22. Watch what's about to happen. And then he fumbles it, and they get the touchdown the very next play. Uh, and they're like, hey, 22, huh? <laughs> I was like, yeah. But defensively, I thought Deshaun Jameson played awesome. Um, I, I really, really did. He, he got two penalties. He drew two penalties against the opposing team, which was really, really cool. Um, but, yeah, I don't want – you know, this is another topic. I don't want a fresh or a rookie punt returner. I don't mind a rookie kick returner. I don't want a rookie. I don't want Ronnie Bell out there either. I wanted it to be Danny Gray, but with Danny Gray, I, I don't know if he's going to be playing. He, he might. I don't know what's going to happen with Danny Gray. If he has a broken collarbone, we'll see. That That's going to be a problem. That's all I got to say. Like, we got to get somebody out there. And Kyle Shedan even said, you know, well, there's a lot of other guys out there, <laughs> and so we're keeping an eye on the rest of the league. So I won't be shocked if there's they go grab some vet that gets cut somewhere else, and we'll we'll see all those things. Now back to top scores. Uh, Trey Lance was third with the seventy four point eight. Sam Darnold right behind him, seventy three point five. Cameron Lawtu, man, very happy for Cameron Lawtu. I I purposefully the last week i just stopped answering any types of questions or tweets about cameron law too because i had nothing positive to say you know we go through the special teams film over on patreon every snap and i was gonna tweet out i was like i hate to say this i didn't i didn't end up sending this out i was like law two's worse on special teams than he is on offense he was awful but for him to finally put positives on tape his very first catch going, it was Sam Darnold, I believe. It was a rollout against the sidelines. Tough catch. Uh, Latu caught it, went out of bounds, came back in. And the replay board was able to kind of, you know, they were showing the replay. Latu catches it, throws it to the official, and turns in the camera from the end zone board uh, on the stadium, showed his face. He had the biggest smile on his face ever. And I was like, hell yes. Like, that's what's up. That's what he had to get out of his own head. And at the end of the day, you're having a good time out there. You're going to play well. You're nervous and you're walking on eggshells and you're in your head. And man, I got to catch you. Got to catch you. Gotta. That's where mistakes come from. That's where he's been all camp. And so it was really cool. That very first catch, you know, again, the replay caught him. Big old cheesy smile. And I was like, all right. And he had a pretty good game. We'll see how the tape goes, but he was by far, I mean, listen to these scores. He got 34 snaps. It's not like it was a small sample size. Um, 72.2 overall, 74.8 pass, a 71 pass blocking. He only had two pass blocking snaps, but still, that's huge. 56.5 run blocking is pretty low, um, but that's better than what he was. He was in the 20s. So you're not looking for perfection. You're looking for improvement. And you're looking for him to get out of his head. And so for Cameron Law to, to flash those, now he left a huge play up. And I, I think, you know, I went back and watched some of the, what's it called, uh, the replay. <laughs> and you see Shanahan screaming. Lance threw this uh, incredible ball, kind of hung it up in the air, took a huge hit. And just thought like it was a it was it was like a post corner route or a corner route might have just been a corner, but Latu couldn't run under he couldn't adjust to it. Shanahan was pissed, but you put everything that he did together, you know, scoring the game tying touchdown or whatever, like awesome job. And here Shanahan talking about the rookie Cameron Latu. Uh, I, I was real happy for him. Uh, you know, sometimes when that starts in practice and you just. It's, it's tough to get out of it and you know a lot of eyes are on him and he's had a few of them and it's kind of steamrolled on him um that usually makes it hard to go into games like he did today and i think his first catch was a rollout from sam um going to the right and uh, made a hell of a catch on his first one which probably um took the monkey off his back a little bit probably got him to relax a little and uh, i think he made three more throughout the game and got that big touchdown for us yeah and so you know, getting the three catches was awesome. He could have had four catches, two touchdowns, but all right, you know, it's it's what it is. It was such a pivotal part of that game, too. Awesome pass, but we'll we'll go through on uh, film for the Patreon members and everything, and we'll get to that. East Coast Niner says Lance Bell and Lawtu had me jacked. 
let's talk. Let's talk the man. Um, let's talk Ronnie Bell. And you know, I put I put on the the chat if you're watching this live on YouTube, I asked the question, you know, has Ronnie Bell already done enough to make the 53 man roster? 99% said yes. 1% is at no. We've got a little over 80 votes already in. So I don't see there's any way that Ronnie Bell will not make this roster with what he's done. He, he's played so damn well. Like, I want to see y'all's thoughts. Let, let's somebody put in the chat. I want to see what you guys think. What is it that you think that makes Ronnie Bell so good? And it's not all good. And again, we're the we're the home of nuanced takes where it's not just you know people are amazing or crappy that's not how football works what is it that makes ronnie bell good you know i equate him he reminds me a lot of richie james but better um he he's so freaking tough which is weird because with how tough ronnie bell is he is terrible at contested catches you know, back-to-back games, he's led to an interception. That's You can't do that and play in the NFL. Like, I get all the big plays. I get the missed tackles. I get all that. Awesome. He's he's incredible. You cannot have an interception a game that is your fault. And even there was one pass that Lance hit him where the defender was draped in, uh, on his back, and all he had to do was just extend his arms and catch it, and it just went through his hands to hit him in the chest and complete pass. Like, perfect ball. Th- something's got to change there. And I know a lot of people out there are probably, you know, just talking about, you know, how great he is, and he is great. I I love this stuff. I want to see what you guys got coming through because I I think it's good. I I really, really do. Um, Bro Montana, thank you for pointing this out. He says, hope you're safe with Hillary attacking everyone. Um, Political pun. But, yeah, the the hurricane's coming through. Uh, Everybody stay safe out there, man. Um, I really hope. I hope it's not as bad as they say it's going to be, but uh, just stay safe, guys. Stay in, ladies. Here we go, Chris. What's up, Chris? How you doing, brother? Look at that. I love that picture. That's um, I know where that party was. This is uh the picture that Chris Bino has. He's holding an autographed Debo jersey. That was the Dallas game. I know that because I see my coaching buddy in the background, Coach uh, Wizenhut. He's a Niners fan. Um, man, that was a good time, Chris. And I know that you're uh, getting ready to start writing for 49ers Web Zone. Excited to see what you put out, man. That's going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, right here, 49ers faithful. He says, you know, Ronnie Bell's under Debo's wing now. He came out and said, you know, he, he's taking care of which Debo and Ronnie Bell, their play styles are different, but they are smaller guys. Debo's not very big as far as like height, but man, he's just, it's yak. Yeah, that's right. Yak, John. That's why he's good and consistency. Where did he finish? Ronnie Bell finished 12th. He played 48 snaps, 67.6 grade. But if we look at like his his legit stats as far as just you know targets and all that stuff, he had nine targets, seven catches, 114 yards. That's incredible. I do want to go over to PFF. I want to see what he did as far as just receiving what they had for him. Ronnie Bell. All right, here we go. He had his grades are good. Most of his stuff's coming out of the slot. That that's kind of what he's going to be. He but we weren't doing a lot of three wide receiver sets. He had 74 yards after the catch. Out of 114, 74 were yards after catch. That is that's pretty damn good, man. I I don't think anybody's going to be upset about that. I wonder if it shows Here we go. Ronnie Bell, does it show all of his he got two first downs. He had a 118 passer rating when targeted, which is pretty damn good, especially with the interception. God, he was fun. Uh, <laughs> the yak is huge. Blind Tom says he is fearless. That is awesome. And throwbot, Throwback says, you can say Debo carried under his wing is a plus. I think it is a huge plus. I do. What's up, Don Burr? Detroit versus everybody. You go, big dog. Um yeah, <laughs> enjoy it, man. That first week's going to be fun for you, uh, Lions fans. Ronnie is a yak boy. Yes, he is. Route running, I think that's huge. He 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 has to create separation. I remember whenever I did my scouting report on Ronnie Bell, I was like, man, he's a New England wide receiver. 
tough, 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 wins 15 yards in, and then afterwards he could do great things. But, again, the contested catches, that's an issue. Uh, the, he, I think he had 12% contested catches in college for his career, and it's already showing big time. That's the flaw. If he could get that one thing down, if I was his coach, I'd have two assistants with him, and I'd just have him post up, and they're chopping at his arms, throw him the ball in the jugs machine, and they're just hitting his arms, hitting his arms, pulling his shoulders, you know, all this stuff, just getting used to doing that. I'm sure they're working all those things, but, yeah, that that's the one. Poison Protector says he's just like other dogs on the field. Nasty yak. He fits. What was his blocking grade? He had a 60.8 run blocking grade. Not good. And again, you know, his tape, not a good run blocker on tape. The playmaking's there. The bones are there. He's still not a finished product. Has he done enough to make the 53? I think he has. With Ray Ray McLeod injured, there's a window where he can be that number four wide receiver. I, I don't know who else would be the number four. Chris Conley is pretty damn good. I think Chris Conley's been great. Danny Gray, I, I saw somebody put in the chat that he had his MRI earlier. Looked like a contusion, or that's what was the prediction. I haven't seen anything official on that. That's best case, but I don't even know if, has Danny Gray done enough to make this roster? He had a great camp. Ah, yeah, I don't know. Kurt, look at this. He says it's separation Victor Cruz type. Ooh, I, like, I can do the salsa on here, baby. Let's go. Let's go. I like that. I liked Victor Cruz, by the way. Um, here we go. T-Jack says he reminds me of another Debo because he's such a physical runner. Once the ball is in his hands, aggressive, aggressive. That stiff arm on the side was awesome. Might only got like three more yards, right? But I don't care. <laughs> like, he, he's fun and energetic. I mean, the people that stay at love him. There's no doubt about it. Bell has good balance and is hard to tackle. Yep, yep, yep. Edgar says, yay. I prefer to talk about good things. Trey Complete, Roddy Torpedo, Bay Boy. I love it. Get that W. Um... Here we go. Lord ADS says footwork and technique. He's really good at getting space as well. Yeah, I think that's that's what it is. Matches the persona of the team. Tough and smooth. Debo light. Yes, this is some good stuff, guys. Um, Chuck says, you good, John? I'm great, man. My voice is a little much. I like to scream a little too much. Uh, so, yeah, sorry if uh, a little hoarse over here, but that's okay. Now, right here with Gray being out, do we look into Freddie Swain? Somebody, I mean, Freddie Swain, I saw that he got released. Well, we'll have to see what happens there. But, man, I think from the wide receiver position, I think that you've seen enough guys stepping up. You know, Chris Conley's been incredible. I, I think that that dude, and one, the thing that I like about Chris Conley, physical freak. Beyond physical, hell of a run blocker. I mean, all throughout camp, he was pissing defenders off. And he's got, he's got the experience. He's done it. If that would be who would make the roster, in my opinion. Tate Martin, I thought, has played great. Um, Daz Newsom showed some flashes, but I don't think he's 53 ready. Um, Isaiah Winstead, I really, really like. But again, I think he's a practice squad guy. Um, if if I was doing it, I got my three, right? Yeah, Debo, Ayuk Jennings, Ronnie Bell. I'm putting Chris Conley on there. Willie Sneed, he does everything right. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm not quite sure how that's going to go. Now, I will say this. Uh, this is a good time to talk about this because it's going to be fun. This Sunday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we have our Jerry Rice Tier Zoom meeting where we get together. We do this every year. Um, I'm super excited about this, by the way. Um, and we make our 53-man roster. It's going to be a blast, man. It's going to be so freaking fun. Now, huge announcement time. I, we have been working for months and months and months on the back end. And this is my first time announcing this on the show. Uh, Patreon's incredible, and we're staying over there. So if you're a Patreon member, don't worry about it. That's going full speed, and that's not going anywhere. But check this out. I am so excited to announce our new platform launch, the49ersrush.com. We've been active on Patreon for years, and we're still going to keep that community going. But the49ersrush.com has everything Patreon offers and a bunch more. 
So if you go to the 49ersrush.com currently, you can see all the different tiers that you can sign up for and what those things offer, testimonials, all that stuff. Now, when you sign up, and you go to the 49ersrush.com. It's going to be laid out under my courses, and you get to pick what it is you want. You want to watch player breakdowns? Guess what? You click that. It's filtered based on players. You want to see Javon Hargrave, what he brings, some CMC tape broken down, IU, Jair Brown. We've got hundreds and hundreds of tapes on rookies. Everybody that's on the 49ers, you've got all that you could want there. Now, you want football 101. You want to learn scheme. You want to figure some things out. We've got several right here. How to watch football. What the difference between man versus zone is. It's broken down, film-based, walks you through everything. But I get you guys, if you're diehard, just Niners only, guess what? We've got every single offensive, defensive, special team snap from the past year already loaded on there. You want to scroll down to, I don't know, Seattle Week 15 when the 49ers clinched the division? Guess what? We've got the offensive first half, second half, defensive first half, and special teams all loaded right there for you. And we already have stuff up on this year. We've got the preseason tape loaded, broken down for you guys. Plus, once we get in closer, our betting segment, we're going to have all of those things. Now, here's what's even better than that. If you're coming out to some of the 49ers Rush road trips, we're integrating chat rooms for and just different places for people to post that are going to these parties and these events so if you're traveling to pittsburgh you're traveling to arizona seattle you're going to be able to post hey we're going out to eat at this place blah 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 park here this hotel's cool so on and so forth it's all about bringing people together so Head over to the 49ersrush.com, sign up, join the community, and plus we got a seven-day free trial. So go give it a check. If you don't like it, cancel. No big deal. But build the community. Trust me, I think you're going to like it. Oh, I'm so pumped about this, man. Um, Shout-out to Christian G for helping build this whole thing. But I think it's going to be an extra tool that we can bring a lot of people together. So, again, if you're on Patreon, stay there. Yeah, I mean, if you want to transfer over to the 49ers Rush, I, I th- that's what I would recommend. But if you like Patreon and that's cool, that's not going anywhere. We're just going to be sharing everything on uh, both platforms and all that stuff. So for, like, the Jerry Rice tier Zoom Hangout this Sunday – um, that's going to be shared on both and you'll get instructions. So no worries about that. Jax, I'm so glad you're here. I wanted to tell you, I was at the game yesterday and they showed your picture up on the big screen. I was having a conversation with a friend, so I didn't want to like interrupt him to take a picture. I, I don't know if you saw it or not, Jax, but, uh, your picture was represented up on the big screen, which was really, really cool. Uh, and I wanted to tell you, but I was in the middle of a conversation. I couldn't take a picture, but I'm glad you're here. So it was cool seeing you at the stadium, albeit virtually, up there um right here marco he says no shot we trade trade lance now right i don't think that there was ever really a move to trade any of them until all the quarterbacks got healthy no team is looking to trade for any quarterback currently um they've been going through camp with their guys yeah i i don't think it's the time to move a quarterback i don't understand that conversation um people just saying things and that doesn't make any sense. If you are the Niners, why would you want to get rid of a quarterback option right now? <laughs> that makes no sense. Like, let it play out. There's no reason to trade trade now. If you got a crazy offer, then all right. But right now, you're not going to get the high price. So, no, I, I'm i with you, Marco. Not the time at all uh, to trade him. Edgar, thank you for the super uh, sticker. Appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Bobo, do you see us acquiring another old lineman before the season? Man, a tackle would be nice. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, we, we've been talking positives. One of my favorite players that I think is a developmental guy is Leroy Watson. He's been playing right tackle the last two weeks. He finished with a 37.2 grade, played 47 snaps. Uh, curious to see what the film showed, but he had a bad outing. You know, uh, Jake Brindle finished third to last John Valenciano fifth to last Keith Ishmael so we got three centers all playing poorly you know not good Keith Ishmael 29th Valenciano 31st Jake Brindle 33rd there's some issues in the old line and so I think there'll be some more kind of revolving on the back end of the roster kind of like what they're doing the D line now but yeah I, I don't know it, it Every single team in the NFL does like they struggle with the offensive line. 
the Eagles have the best by a mile. And outside of that, like every team has holes in the offensive line. Every single team in the NFL. There's not a solid offensive line besides the Eagles. There's good ones, and I think the Niners are slightly above average. Trent Williams helps a lot with that, but, man, it's hard. <laughs> Teams do not cut good linemen. They do not at all. Right here, Josh, can you remind me when the cut-down dates are? It's Tuesday. There's only one date. So you go from 90 all the way down to 53. So, yeah, you're, you're losing. <clears throat> Each team's cutting about 30 guys, 30 guys per team, 32 teams. I mean, you're talking well over 900 players getting cut on the same damn day. It's going to be brutal. So the, the cut-down date is Tuesday. We're holding our Zoom hangout Sunday night. We're going to do our own prediction of those like we do every year. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. I, I hate I hate cut-down day, man. Ugh. Ugh. Don't like it. Don't like it. Anyway, um, sticking with the flip side of the positive ones, uh, Leroy Watson was dead last with the 37.2. TDP uh, was was second to last with the 49.1. I didn't think that he had a good game. His pass pro, I think that's I think that's the difference between him and Jordan Mason. I mean, he got, I think it was Sam Darnold. It, no, it was Brock Purdy. The one sack Brock Purdy got, TDP didn't even touch this guy. Like, literally whiffed, ducked his head to the ground, dove at his legs. It was bad. It was really bad. So th those are the offensive scores. Let's flip over to the defensive side of the ball. Um, and again, sticking with positives in these studs out there, D winners, 14 snaps, but finished with a 93 grade. He was flying around like crazy, you know, forced to fumble, had a solo stop. I mean, 14 plays, he got a 93 grade. Quantrez Knight, number two, got a 90.5. He got 14 plays. These were the guys that were out there at the third team at the very end of the game. Just got back-to-back, -back, you know, three and outs. They, they were they were killing it, man. Marcelino McCrary Ball, he was third. Samuel Womack, who I thought had a good game, could have had a pick six. But I thought Womack played relatively well, 84.1. To Zeno, the linebacker, um... Yeah, those are the top five. Worst players, all right, let's go down here. Spencer Wagey, undrafted free agent. He's awesome, but he's a one-trick pony right now. You know, he's defensive end, North Dakota State. They kicked him inside. He cannot anchor. There, there I saw him get blown off the ball, I think, three consecutive plays in a row. Um, so, like, he's one of those guys I wouldn't be shocked to see. You know, if they do waive him, but he's a developmental guy. So you didn't pick him up because of what he is now. Do the Niners want to keep him as a practice squad guy that they can develop into a defensive tackle? Because he's just not there yet. It's going to take him time. So I don't know what the plan is. I just know that he ain't ready. Breland speaks second to last. Ambry Thomas, which, you know, they had a really low grade on him. He got burnt on that one play for sure. But I thought Ambry Thomas was playing relatively well. T.Y. McGill, that's another guy that I think is it's time to move on from. Miles um, Hartsfield has not looked good at any point during camp, any point during the preseason games. That was the guy that Steve Wilkes brought over. Miles Hartsfield has not played well. I, I, I don't know what else to say. Um, he, he's he's not been good. Gave up a touchdown. Just just yeah, it's just not there. It's it's it, I don't know. Those are some of my takes. So we'll see here. Chris says, why the hell can we never stop Russell Wilson? He ran all over us. The dude is our kryptonite. Well, so in the game, six quarterbacks played, right? Three for each team. Here is the passer rating. Not that that's the end-all, be-all of all six. Now, let me say this. The top three quarterbacks were all Niners. Brock Purdy, 118.8. Sam Darnold, 93.2. Trey Lance, 93. Those were the top three. The lowest quarterback of all of them, yeah, Russell Wilson. He went three of six for a 60.4. Now, he did have three rush attempts for 25 yards, but we'll see that. And that, I, you know, another thing, DFF, Demetrius Flanagan Fouls, who's making this roster, stud special teamer, but he keeps getting all of the snaps as a linebacker with the once, and I just don't understand it. I understand that Oren Burks is, is injured. I understand that Drake Greenlaw didn't play, 
he just does not show promise to me as a linebacker. I think he's a special teams player only. And you got these guys like Marcelino McCrary Ball, who's unbelievable. You got D Winters, who's unbelievable. You got Jalen Graham, who flashes nonstop, and they're not getting snaps. I, I just don't understand that. Like, I get everybody upset about the Trey Lance snaps. I'm one of them. I don't understand why you're not getting these young guys snaps. I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I just don't get it. But anyway, uh, it, it, it's 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 what it is. Um, it, it's it's what it is. Now, I do want to talk some quarterback talk a little bit more because a couple things. Brock Purdy is quarterback one. That's not going to change. That's I'm not even trying to do quarterback drama. I'm not trying to do those things. I do want to talk about Sam Darnold against Sam Darnold, right? And I want to talk Trey Lance against Trey Lance. I don't want to do the whole, this guy should be this quarterback number. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. And I, I hope that that doesn't come across. Let, let's start with Trey Lance. He finished the game, and I thought by far the best that Trey Lance has ever looked um, in the NFL. Probably my favorite thing was how often he was blitzed. You know, if you look at his stats, he finished 12 of 18. All right, cool. One touchdown, one interception, no sacks. That's huge. He was blitzed 10 times, and he went 7 for 9 against the blitz for 116 yards and a touchdown. You know, people were trying to say, like, oh, he's playing against the threes, and, you know, guys are wide open. Guys are wide open because he was being blitzed so damn often. They were going after him. And how he was able to mitigate that, I thought that was huge. So, again, on those – so, 10 plays, he was blitzed. He threw for seven first downs and a touchdown and then scrambled for, I think it was like seven yards on one of them as well. Like, so damn efficient. And not only that, Trey Lance ended the game with one scoring drive, two scoring drives, three consecutive scoring drives. That's huge. And so, like, you'd be like, oh, well, you know, prevent defense. Nope, not what they were running. They were running base. They were running base, and they were zone blitzing and fire blitzing and fire zones. I was I was pretty impressed by the way that he came across and answered, and it was just awesome. I mean, that dude was dealing. I didn't like how long it took him to get in, but once he got in there, he only got four drives. He scored on three out of four drives. Now, the one drive he didn't score, you'd say, well, he threw an interception, and he did. Or you could say that he had another bad pass to TDP um, that could have been an interception. That is true. Trey starts slow. There's no doubt about that. But overall, man, I, I thought that he was absolutely awesome. And another thing that was interesting, not one pass play while Trey Lance was in was a play action. Not one was. Uh, which that's crazy to me. <laughs> All 19 dropbacks, no play action. Two of them were screens. One of those went for an interception. Crazy, man. Uh, I really thought that he played well. I thought he played awesome, as a matter of fact. Now, Sam Darnold. Talk about two different quarterbacks that are like the antithesis of each other. Sam Darnold's interesting because he is a first-read-only quarterback. You know, he got sacked twice. Both of those sacks were the first times he went off of his first read. First read, first read, quick. Catch, throw, catch, throw, catch. This is Sam Darnold. The first two times that he looked at his first read and had to transition, he got sacked both times. And I think with Sam, I mean, the dude's got 55 career starts in the NFL. The reason why he hasn't been successful is because all the mistakes that he makes, the turnovers, the questionable choices that are just like so, so bad, right? But now, if we're looking at what he, what Sam is now currently, he is just, look, quick, easy, boom. And his whole thing is, I mean, he's throwing one-yard passes out there. At third and 10, he threw a one-yard crossing route to the sideline. And everybody's like, what the hell was that? That was his first read. And he's just going to read it, read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. Boom. Waited till it got open. Wasn't necessarily the wrong read. It's just like, I think it's, 
how do I say this? It's like a he's resetting his approach to the game, which is great because he has to. But it's almost like he's in this paint by numbers simplistic view of this offense currently. And I don't think that I realized that until we saw Purdy out there for that first series and going from the transition from Brock Purdy with the ones, which I know is different, to Sam Darnold. And it was just like, you know, we've talked so much about this Kyle Shanahan wants a robot. Look, just do what the hell I'm telling you to do. And Darnold has taken that to heart. And I'm sure Kyle loves it. But at the same time, I think Sam Darnold didn't get any points on any of his drives until I think the 10th drive of the preseason for him. I think it was the 10th. It might have been the 9th. But, like, he's not somebody that generates a lot of success or positivity as far as moving the ball down the field. Yeah, there's some clutch throws that you're going to see and be like, yeah, he gets it. He operates in this offense better. But we saw this at training camp, too. Anytime it was move the ball, period, Darnold wasn't doing well. And in preseason, which is move the ball, period, you got to generate multiple first downs. It just doesn't go well. It's not really what, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, here is Shanahan talking about Darnold playing more. I wanted to give Sam a whole half, just like we gave Trey a whole half last week. And then um, Brock had a long first drive. They had a long drive. And Sam's first one went three and out. So I felt like he didn't get to even play in the first quarter, except for like three plays. So um, the goal is to get him a half. And um, at the end of the third is when we took him out, I think. And so, like, it was real frustrating. And the, the whole crowd felt this when Darnold kept going out, kept going out, kept going out. And it was just like, man, what, what have we not seen from Sam Darnold that we need to see? And, you know, I'll I'll put myself on blast right here. I think Kyle was right because you finally got a sustained drive from Sam Darnold and got a touchdown drive. And then after that, you pulled him. And, and we saw the exact same thing with Moody. And I think that this is key. What is Shanahan's philosophy with this playing time and these play snaps? When guys play bad... He keeps them out there longer. He is trying to boost confidence. Whether I agree with this or not, I'm just saying this is what he's doing. <laughs> We're going to keep putting him out there. We're going to keep putting him out there. Because why? Because it just wasn't working. When did Sam Darnold get pulled? Finally, whenever he put together a scoring drive, which was his first of the preseason. And same thing with Moody. Moody goes out there, misses an extra point. I mean... The crowd laughed. I felt bad, <laughs> but it, it was just like, oh, my God, this is comical. The crowd was laughing. Like, literally, laughs were just like everybody's hands on their head, just shaking their head like, he really just missed an extra point? Then he goes out there for the kickoff, Moody does, and a terrible kick. It lands at the 20-yard line, and it's just like, golly. You know, Shanahan said, oh, Zane's going to get out there and kick, and he got a couple kicks. But then you put Moody back out there for the pressure situation. And, and again, I'm, all of this is related. And here's Kyle talking about why put him out there. Because, again, listen to Kyle's words here. This is why he does what he does with snap counts. I thought it was pretty important. You know, I was, um, you know, the first time down there, I was hoping to get him one. Probably would have gone gone for it if it wasn't his first time. I want to get him his first kick. So it was good to get that out of the way after last week. And, I know after he missed that extra point, wanted to get him another one and thought it was going to be a farther one, but Ty broke a, a long one there at the end and it was just good to get the winner. So there you go. Like, again, I, he doesn't want these guys to leave on a bad note. He is trying to establish confidence and, you know, you know positive building blocks to moving forward. And so for him to say, as soon as he missed that one, I knew I had to get him another one. Now, and this is the difference between preseason and regular season. We'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, Jake Moody was bad. He was terrible, in fact. Did he make the game-winning kick? Yes. Is that good? That's great. Is Jake Moody the best kicker on this team? He's not. Does he have all the tools in the world? Yes. Will he be a better kicker than Zane Gonzalez? Yeah, probably. Is Zane Gonzalez a better kicker than Jake Moody? It's not even debatable. 
Um, not debatable. Should you keep <laughs> Zayn Gonzalez over Jake Moody? That's a different discussion. Um, I don't think that there's any way, even if you know Jake Moody goes out and misses some more kicks in the third preseason game, I still think that he's making this roster. But you're keeping him for what he will be, right? And I think that's important. You know, if I was in charge of this decision, I probably would keep Jake Moody too. But is he better than Zane Gonzalez now? He's not. And I, I don't think, I, I don't know. Like, I, I want to see what you guys say. Sorry, I've been off the chat for a little bit. Like, I, I, I don't know. Is there anybody out there that thinks Jake Moody is better than Zane Gonzalez right now? Like, if you, if you were, let's say hypothetically, it's week one. There's a 45-yard field goal. You got to make it overtime. Would you rather Jake Moody kick it? Or would you rather Zane Gonzalez? I'm putting all my money on Zane Gonzalez. Not that I don't think Jake Moody can make it. I just have a lot more faith in Zane Gonzalez. That too, he was a better kicker all the training camp and more consistent. And you can say the same thing during the preseason games. He's better at kickoffs. Um, I don't know. Am I crazy? I don't know if I'm crazy on this one. Uh, Sonia, I see this question. Did Kenya? No, he, he came down with the illness. Uh, the day before the game, it was a non COVID whatever, but yeah, he was sick. And so they, they just sat him down. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not injury related. It was an illness. So, uh, hopefully that clears that up. Uh, curious to see what that's going. So, uh, yeah, I am curious. Oh, Robbie, we're sitting here saying Robbie, uh, not, not Kittle. Uh, Moody was three for three on field goals and he missed the extra point. Yeah, that's true. Um, Right there. I I mean, that's it, John. You drafted Moody for his future and what his potential can be. Yeah, you can say the same thing about Trey Lance, though, too, right? Like, you you have to kind of balance both of these things out. I, I think that's huge. Right here he says, um, I said we got to ride with the pick. Gonzalez is not the long-term answer. I say give the kid the first month of the season. Yeah, I think, and I think that's what they're going to do. I, I'm not saying they're keeping Gonzalez. I'm saying, I am saying this, Zane Gonzalez is better now. <laughs> I, I, that's my point. And so that's, we'll see. We'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. Uh, get a lot for, get ready for a lot of two-point tries. Man, I hope not. I hope not. I, I'm a, I think that special teams is huge because it changes momentum. You get a huge touchdown score. Momentum goes all, and I believe in momentum as a, a former player, former coach. Like, I think it's important. You score a touchdown, momentum goes through the roof. You miss an extra point, yum. I mean, you feel it in the stadium. You feel it on the sidelines. Coaches go, he missed it? And they start looking like, it, it's, it's something to build off of, and it's something that kind of takes down, you know, what you got going on there. So, I think that's interesting to say the least. You know, one more position that I really, really wanted to hit on before we before we leave today, and that's the nickel spot defensively. I think it's turned into that and defensive end are the two biggest question marks on this team. And the defensive end spots, even if Nick Bosa signs, which I think he will eventually, but the nickel corner spot, man, they had Samuel, uh, not Samuel, I apologize. They had Isaiah Oliver. He was out there with the threes and fours at the end of the game. Like, I think they're very concerned about this spot. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're looking at all of it. I mean, we think we have some decent options, but um, we're trying to figure out our best three. Yeah, it, we're looking at all of it. And Oliver was not good. Uh, he was, in fact, bad. Uh, he was very, very bad. And this is somebody, now they didn't pay him a lot, but we'll see. He finished with a 65.9 grade, but his tackling, he, he looked terrible tackling. You can't play defense for the 49ers if you don't tackle. Can't do it. And yeah, we'll, we'll see. You know, my thing with Oliver is, I remember whenever he came out of Colorado and I was like, oh, he's not physical. He didn't like to hit first couple of years in the league with the Falcons, not physical, didn't like to hit. Then he came out and just was lighting people up. They moved him to safety. Then they moved him to slot. And it was like, who the hell is this guy? 
got crazy physical. And I was just like, all right. And you go back and you watch his film, and it's like, this dude hits. Tentative. And I don't even know what his best trade is that we've seen. He hadn't been good in camp. Terrible in the two preseason games. Quantrez Knight's out there balling it up, balling out, but they moved him to safety. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the answer is at that spot. I know that they started this game with Diamador Lenore in the slot and Ambry Thomas out wide. I don't think anybody wants that. I don't think we want to go in week one with Ambry Thomas starting outside. Not that Ambry Thomas hasn't had a good camp. I just, oh, I don't, I don't want that. What's up, Eric? The man, uh, the guy that runs our IG, he is the best there is. What's up, Eric? Hopefully the move is going well, my friend. Um, you are incredible. He says that was a fun ending to the game. It sure was. Um, yeah, right here. JPZ says Oliver had to do dead to rights and whiffed on the tackle, turned into a huge first down. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's bad. James, what's up, James? He says kick return and punt return is a huge need right now. I don't mind kick return. I think that should be Deshaun Jameson and Ronnie Bell. If you're only going to do one, Deshaun Jameson. Punt return. I'm going to keep saying this till the cows come home. I do not want a rookie punt returner. I don't want it. Not to start the year. You know, week seven, things change a little bit. Punt returner is dangerous. And we saw Deshaun, Deshaun Jameson whiff on that one, and that resulted in a touchdown. That will happen in the regular season. I'm just telling you. That is a dangerous-ass position. It's scary. So that, that's one right there. Logan says, I think Samuel Womack needs to regain his starting role, probably playing in the nickel. That's what I wanted, too. They have not played him in the nickel at all this year. None. No training camp snaps. No preseason games. Samuel Womack, I think nickel's his best spot. If you remember, Womack started nickel week one last year. Right? But, yeah, they're not, they're not putting him out there. That's where I want him. He's so tough whenever it comes to tackling man um yeah Quantrez Knight was out there hitting last night 43 shows up man that dude gets out there he, he's a played he, he's a player and Josh says you know nickel is huge in this division you are not wrong when your division first right Seattle Jackson Smith and Jigba first round that's a slot guy Cooper Cup plays more uh, snaps in the slot than any other one Rondell Moore uh, for Arizona. So you're talking, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, we got to figure that out. We got to figure that out. Right here, James says, I don't know if Bosa makes that much of a difference in wins and losses. I'll let Bosa miss the first two games, say we still start 2-0. and Ooh, I'm not betting on him. <laughs> if Bosa ain't playing week one, I don't think I'm betting on that game. I'm going to stay out of it. <laughs> Both to go to sign. It, there's no way he doesn't sign before. I keep saying that he's not signing. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see there. But, man, this has been fun. I'm going to head over, uh, start working on some of the All-22 tape. If you want to join us, the 49ersrush.com, or you can join us over at Patreon. Just type in 49ers Patreon. We're going to have it up on both those locations. Really do appreciate you guys. we got a lot of shows this week. It's a weird week because we played on Saturday. And then our next game is Friday, so my schedule is all trash, but that's okay. Um, but we're, we're still going to get out all our normal amount of content, maybe a little extra bonus, because after this week, then we go into that kind of two-week, you know, layover before the season starts. So uh, I know it's only like five days, but, man, let's enjoy this. Let's get some stuff done. Really appreciate you guys. Uh, it was a fun chat today. You guys are the best. And until next time, stay strong, faithful.